Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation with influential, interesting, and fun guests from around town, and we talk a little bit about craft beer. We are your hosts, Brian Dales. I'm Kel Choir. And welcome to the podcast. Today in the studio, we have Joshua Jarman, local musician and artist, host of Open Mic at Coastal Coffee Roasters. Today, we talked about conversion vans, his love of music, artificial intelligence, elderberries, dry turkeys, and so much more. Enjoy the podcast. Hankering for a pork trifecta. Yeah, sounds perfect. <laughs> Go to Evo Pizza now. <laughs> that was a non-sponsored sponsor. We're not getting paid. That's no. what yeah, what you mean. I don't even know if I'm keeping this in here. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's drink some beer. So I, I got the same thing as we were talking about food. Yeah, I got some weird beers, man. Cool. Like I figured. I, said, I just didn't have any. Suggestions, and I really went with your uh, obscure kind of thing. I don't know if they're actually obscure, but they are not your average it's beers. Like, I've never yeah. heard of them. I think they're obscure to me. I don't need. I don't. I didn't even check, but I don't think I've had either one of them. You ready to just go into it? I think we should, man. Let's just jump in. All right. So, <clears throat> I think the first beer we're going to do is a beer called Desert Dawn from Southbound Brewing Company. It's a saison farmhouse ale, and the only description it gives me is Belgian style saison brewed with elderberries i don't even know what an elderberry is they're really old berries <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, oh my god they're the most it. respected of the berries i don't know if you they have long white beards yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're drinking um it's got a 5.3 cool design on it it's beautifully like painted yeah yeah 5.3 percent alcohol uh 10 ibus so Ooh. it's not gonna be very bitter at all but what is an ibu IBU is an international bittering unit, so that tells you how bitter the beer should be. So the higher the number, the more bitterness you're going to have. The lower the number, less bitterness. What was I looking up? Elderberries? Let's look that up. Yeah. Let's get some more info on that. Elderberries. Elderberries near me. No, I just need... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got some elderberries near you. Right. Let me get some. Where are they at? They're Uh, on Tinder. Tinder, the elderberry swipe right to go, huh? Swipe. All right, we're pouring these beers. I'm looking at the elders, but still swipe right. Well, are you done? What do you mean? Am I done? I'm waiting for you to pour the beer. All right, I was looking up elderberries, and I just don't even care anymore. Dude, we we need an intern for those things. We can't do that. All right, we're gonna give uh, Joshua his beer. That's a nice red color there. Yeah, man. God, do that every time on the lift, don't I? Every time. Every time. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Look at that color. Yeah, man. Nice, deep, dark red. It also looks like murder blood. It kind of does. How many other can? I got it. I'm going to reach in for now. You do it every time. Part of the show. I wasn't going to mention it again this time, but thanks. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. And... I got a little uneven here. We're going to do a little bit more for Caleb. And since you're the guest, you can get the most. Oh, well, how kind. And then we're going to cheers this motherfucker. That's right. Hi, all silver and cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks for coming in, Josh. Thanks, Thanks Josh. By the way, Joshua Jarman in the studio. Yes, Joshua Jarman. Hello. The musical drum box. 
Musical drum box. Local you know, musician. I, I haven't heard that before. Musical drum box. Wow. I guess that's what elderberries taste like. Because that that's more tart than I expected forward. it to be. Why did you throw that away? I wanted to look at that. They're both the same. I got. I left one right here. Touche. Yeah. So, <clears throat> very fruit tart forward. wild berry, dark fruit plus spices. And you know, I can't, that's better than I expected. Honestly, it, it really is. It's definitely got a bitter note to it. Yeah, I mean, it's saison farmhouse, so that's usually gives you a little bit of sourness. It says it was created with passion, selected fruits, and music. What kind of music do you think that it was created with? Like the Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers. You know, I would have never guessed you'd say that. <laughs> 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 that really hit me by surprise, I, I must say. I like it. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, it's I tasty. do too. It kind of tastes, it reminds me a lot of po- Polly's Island cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce, yep. Yeah. Um, but it's less saucy. I think it it's easier to drink with <clears throat> syrupy kind of feeling. Not to say that cranberry sauce is bad, but it, it's too thick. Okay. And the sweetness. What about right. that beer? There was something I saw. I think it was on Facebook or Untapped or something. Or you might have shown it to me. There's a beer that Homegrown Brewhouse had that like had puree in it or something. Yeah. What was it about? that I was drinking? I'm not going to even remotely going to try to go through my messages right. for that. Well, anyway, I mean, you showed me a glass and it looked like you had poured, you know, oh, full crazy. orange juice in there or something. I mean, it was just... It was strawberries, I think. Poker. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe I'll include it at the bottom of the screen flashing it. It was this flashing. beer. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Elderberry is good, though. This is, this is cool. Yeah. Honestly, I expected it to be... Sweeter and a little bit heavier. I definitely expect it sweeter. I'll yeah. say that. Well, I'm going to say for as dark as it is, I think it's actually kind of a good spring summer beer. I mean, it's, it's something refreshing you could actually drink doing yard work or something. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it'd be heavy and something better for winter, but it's a good Thanksgiving beer, maybe too. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you probably hit that one. I said that earlier. And we're back to cranberries. I know. Yeah. We went back, but it makes me think of turkey. <clears throat> like the turkey that you get those super perfect, moist cooks, and you're like, oh, this is what I wanted. And then the rest of your turkey meal is just completely dry. No? No. Oh, man. You lost me. We way way early in that rant. <laughs> dry turkey? <laughs> no, I think I have family that would do the deep fried turkey thing. I said dry turkey. Dry turkey. Well, see, we're not even on the same page at all. Sometimes that I know. Yeah, I lost myself. I'm missing the mark here. Good. All right, well. So the artwork on this can says <laughs> the guy's name was Beaker Butts. Beaker Butts. Look. That's the artist's name? Yeah, I guess so. There's his name and then there's Beaker Oh, Butts. wow, yeah. Hmm. Illustration. No, I don't need to look at it. I... <laughs> I've heard it from both of you. I trust. I trust. You now. didn't want to see the words "beak of butts." It's been scientifically proven now. Oh, the two of you. I don't know if scientifically is the right. I mean, it is by observation and I reporting. Mean, it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Science of observation. All right, Josh. Let's let's get into what you do, man. You're a musician, a damn good one, actually. What is, all right. Thank you. I really like the. No, I would second that. The unique playing abilities that you have. 
happen on the instrument. Yes. That's exactly the way I would describe it. Yeah. Unique. It's something that uh, I've developed, I guess, just by being self-taught, spending a lot of time alone playing music without a band. And so having to sort of, I never really got into like all the electronics with, with, with drums, pre, pre-programmed drums and things like that. So I just sort of had to recreate those things on the guitar and having an open mind helped. Yeah, for a long time, I'm, I'm sure I drove my parents crazy <laughs> with a lot of nonsense, but uh, I'm only uh, slightly nonsensical now. <laughs> and when did all that start? I mean, how young were you when you picked up a guitar? Seven. Seven. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that was probably the first major thing in life I learned to do. Like, the first thing in reality I could manipulate myself was, was a guitar. Uh, mm. And so I remember... Guitar was so important to me that if I did poorly in school, my dad, who was uh, quite the disciplinarian, would take my instruments, which I collected, and uh, my mom would like sneak me a guitar back for an hour in the middle of the night so that I could still practice. And it sort of kept that fire alive for me. It like, kept it interesting, you know, because it was uh, defiant. Like I had to be defiant. I had to defy the father to, to have music. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like I like that your mother snuck it back in. I mean, it's true. That's that's a very mom thing to do. Yeah. I mean, that's important. Dude, your dog's getting especially good at singing. (laughs) Yeah. You can hear that. (laughs) Oh man, we really need to set up that on air sign. Yeah, we do. Hold on, I gotta do something real quick. Uh, Oh, it's the time to jump in. All right, both cameras are going live right now. And only semi version of live because no one else gets to enjoy this life moment but us. It's so sad. <laughs> Quasi live. <laughs> I'm going to put that as a title. We film in Quasi Live Editions. Quasi Live Editions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. I've been playing guitar for longer than I have recollection of doing anything at all. So, if anything, that has kind of been part of a my identity for a long time you could say which is an interesting thing to say about yourself i guess right maybe you could say the same about art oh most definitely and it's so funny because a part of me wants to argue that (laughs) not so much that it isn't a part of my identity but it's so hard to define the art aspect of my identity still Right. Yes. That it feels so weird. I'm like, yes, that's an essential part of who I am, but at the same time, I just don't even know what the fuck that part even is still. So that's the, keeping that open mindedness, though, and I think that that's where you can stumble upon, in my case, tapping on the guitar while you, you know, play the strings, just because you have to fill in blanks. Like, there's a lot of empty spaces still with art and with, I guess, everything, but uh, taking advantage of those empty spaces uh, yields creativity mm-hmm. that's what everyone has done to come up with anything ever <laughs> right. or else you just have a bunch of regurgitating people yeah, yeah. well no. did you start doing that just because you thought that that's what, what you need to do to fill the space or did you have somebody that you emulated or some <laughs> no man I, I would say uh, I was I would enjoy my leisure and would just maybe lazily allow my strumming hand to just wander the guitar I figured that the strings weren't the only place I could play it was like it's one big you know one tool like it has many aspects I could play in, in multiple different ways and uh, I just kind of allowed it to happen I hate to say such like hippie 
then it just happened, man. It just came yeah. out, you know. But yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it was. It just felt natural. It's a it's a feeling thing. It was something that I I could get uh, angst or uh, these these potent passions through this instrument if I allowed myself to kind of break free of what I thought I had to do, just playing the strings with a pick. In fact, I don't even use a pick unless I want to play some real rock and roll or metal music or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. You know, time and a place, but that's pretty much it. And just kind of letting go. Uh, and I kind of live life that way, and that may seem kind of sketch to some people, but ultimately it's not a do as thou will. It's sort of just <clears throat> don't feel like you have to do exactly what everyone else you know, says you need to do in the way they say to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that seems real easy and like obvious to me, but you know. Huh. It's very difficult for a lot of people. <clears throat> Well, I think the game makes it difficult, like just the way that we commence running our economy as people mm-hmm. generally kind of backs you into a corner to where you really, you kind of have to follow those parameters to some degree. You have to play the strings like a normal person to some degree, yeah. you know, to get by. But I think there's still room for that creativity at this time in people. And that's why we still have innovation, especially with like... I mean, shoot, the technology we're using to do a podcast from upstairs in this house, you know what I mean? We can keep, it's because of those empty pockets that people are uh, exploiting that we have new things. Yeah. I was reading a book recently. I don't even remember the name of it. Business Plan of the 21st Century or something. I don't remember, but it was talking about how ever since like, you start going to school, the educational system is grooming you to be a good employee just so you could listen and follow rules. That's how they act like judge you as a good student. So how well you can listen and how important it is to be a creator or an inventor to kind of go against that grain, which I thought was pretty neat. I could see that, you know, even in school myself, I was sort of, I would say I was defiant then. I never got in like trouble, but I would sort of, take advantage of a criteria say for a writing assignment and we had to write about like uh what you want to be when you grow up and i would just sort of take advantage of that in writing in a way that was uh, obviously going against the grain but i would still like write it very well and i would do all the words and everything that, that you know counted the way that they were supposed to be counted and i remember even though i did poorly as far as the grade scale teachers always sort of like liked me secretly they're like i like this guy he's like, right hey, <laughs> you don't meet the standards yeah, but but i like what you're doing he's yeah. truthful yeah and, and you know didn't mean i was uh unintelligent i just chose to apply my intelligence in a uh i don't know obscure way right you know kind of like these beers here we could have bud light what would we have to talk about with bud light sports? right oh man <laughs> if we didn't have the guys that were forward thinking and sideways thinking and whatever and came up with all these weird things yeah we'd yeah, just I mean, be drinking plain old plain old beer what, plain what old swill what is this peyote melting a sun into some sort of black hole abyss like, i feel like the word peyote is spot on <laughs> exactly and i'm gonna for the people watching i'll yeah, toss this up on the youtube so you guys can really get that yeah. that cover yeah for people listening, make sure you Google that. It is called, is it Dessert or Desert? Desert Dawn. Desert Dawn. Yeah. I need to learn how to read. One step at a time. Right? One S is to desert and two is dessert. And then you got dessert. Yeah. Like, like to leave somebody. 
right? Desert, desert. Yeah, you deserted them. Yeah. No, I think it's spelled like dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell knows? We're here talking about uh, school and growing up and and not even doing well, and we're trying to educate people here. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) according to the standard, yeah. I'm sorry. No, trust me, I was horrible. If I even showed up to class, much less uh, learned anything. I guess I learned something, but I learned enough to graduate. We go off what you said about art being somewhat, and kind of what I mentioned earlier, going against the grain, kind of like testing your boundaries, what you can and can't do. I think that when you get that moment that you can release um, people's expectations of what to do, and you can do whatever it is you want to do. Right. So that means rebelling almost to an extent is kind of an art form. Sure. I mean, that's, uh, you know... I would say that the whole purpose of art is to, again, exploit those those empty pockets in the human psyche. The things like, I love art that is facetious in nature. You know, it's sort of like sarcastic intentionally. Uh, art about the occult is intriguing to me because of the connotation it has. If you use the word occult, like what that does to most people's mind, they, they misunderstand or have ignorance to what that sort of thing is. And some artists take advantage of that because it's attractive. It's kind of like a pop culture thing. It's sort of like, a, hmm. you know, you see people who, like artists, visual artists, might paint ghoulish images or uh, rock and roll artists might sort of just say, I don't know how to, how, to, how to really explain it. But yeah, they take advantage of it and use it for pop culture. And it's just misunderstandings and ignorances in the human psyche. I would say that's what most artists do. You paint things that you see in the way you want to see it, so you are manipulating it uh, to accommodate adventurous ways of looking at things, adventurous perceptions. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like to do that with uh, colors, like changing. Tiger, but it melts. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. All, like the pet portrait stuff that you do, the one you even did for me, for Karen, whatever. Yeah, the the colors are kind of in maybe not inverse colors, but they're definitely you see it in a different color than right. the original, and it makes it unique. It makes it kind of pop, makes it different. I've seen I like it. You paint birds, and I'm I'm impressed because it I could tell what the bird is. Like I, I know the detail and everything, but it's just obscured. It's not exactly as it appears to the yeah. eye. So that's the art form. And in the same way, music is. You know, I, I like to think with some of my songs. The listeners who are going to hear it here on the, uh, through the <clears> microphones will uh, could be led to deduct a number of things. They could think I have a loop pedal, that they could think I have multiple layers of things going on, and uh, I don't. It's just the way that it appears to your to your ear, more or less. You know. Uh, oh yeah, you have several that that does that. Right, yeah. but it's a trick. I can a immediately trick. hear it in my head right now. I'm like, oh my god. Right. Me too. But everything that I do is, you know, in my opinion, which is maybe sounds sort of foolish to say but it, it's sort of simple everything I've, I do I've found to be a flow and once you can realize flow it's everything within that flow is really doesn't expend very much energy at all like uh, I would assume just like working out or running or anything else once you get the run going and you have that momentum you don't have to exert the same amount of energy as when you were getting going like a train or something like that you know uh, so a lot of these songs just sort of roll off the tongue so to speak which is cool uh, I think that my favorite art in general is that way. Artists who just sit down and don't think about what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Natural. Yeah, do it. Don't overthink it. Don't try to impress me. I'm already impressed. But it took time, right, to get to that stage. I mean, you didn't just start like that. I mean, you had to practice, right? right? I mean, yeah. it's kind of like martial arts. You know, I can do horrible kicks when I first start, but after I've done 10,000 of them, now it's just second it's nature. Good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you definitely, you definitely have to sort of earn that or unlock that for yourself. I mean, I have innumerable hours into the guitar. I, I remember playing Iron Maiden songs at like, 13, 14, a nice. hundred million times in my headphones until I could play it exactly like they did. And, you know, that's just programming yourself to, to be good at the thing you want to be good at. I don't still play Iron Maiden songs, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm rambling now, but I guess I have a microphone, so that's what we're supposed to do, right? That that's is right. what we're supposed to be doing. That's exactly what we're supposed to do. It's the rambling now. <clears throat> Nailed it. Now, have you always done it just solo, or did, have you ever been with a band? I know you mentioned band earlier. I can't I remember what you said. For for four years, and uh, they were called Corsica. It was a local band. Yeah. And I, I did some really cool stuff with that band, man, at a young age. I was 16. They were maybe in their late teens, early 20s, and uh, we played a few venues around town, and very quickly we were playing bigger venues around town, like the Mill, the Sparrow, and at the time the Plex Music Farm. Uh, we got a few shows out of state and recorded an album, and while that's not like the big deal rock star thing to me, my perception those were like I was 16 man it was like the bee's knees to yeah. say the least and so um, that ended up falling away I would say in 2006 or 7 uh, and people just kind of grow apart so and so got married and someone else did this and that and mm-hmm. so I was just sort of left with a guitar and I still had this sensational urge to play like I wasn't done yet I was like I, this wasn't that ended prematurely. I just still have more to do. I lost all those connections because they sort of went for the band rather than what I was trying to do then. And so I had to develop a sound. And start off sad because I was fucking sad, and I was like, I want my band back, and I have to do all this shit, and everything sounded really like boring and right. empty. Right, it's got to come out in your music, sure. Right, so uh, slowly but surely, that's kind of a gradually pushed me towards doing this. Eventually I went to an open mic here in Somerville and uh, people said that I did well so that made me want to come back to another open mic and so on and so forth and you know your head gets so big that you start thinking hey I can actually make money at doing this and then you do that and then people give you money. <laughs> do it again and then some people invite you to have beer with them and talk into a microphone. And Hell yeah. Still play guitar after all these years and you know. Nice. <laughs> I like that you're repping your company too. That's pretty cool. Oh, on the shirt that no one can see. No, no, that camera right there is yeah, pointing we'll right at it. Yeah, somebody do it. Somebody will see yes, it. Sir. Right, we'll and get, if we'll you play a song up. for us, yeah, I want to film it with we're this. We're gonna get right up so. on. Right yeah, the, uh, Don't worry, you'll get the public. The publicity. The publicity. So, <laughs> so 2006, seven or so, you said. Corsica, like Corsica. Toyota Corsica, is that what? Well, it is? Yeah, like Chevy Corsica. Chevy Corsica, yeah, yeah. that's what it's not. Yeah, they were. Crested. I don't know. Like they Toyota were like in town famous. Yeah, we were. So, how long after that before you got your feet back on the ground? I know you said you went through a sad point, whatever. But were you still out performing or just playing for yourself at that point? Did yeah, you take a few years off. That, that that sad point was uh, responsible for writing the songs that I deemed uh, potential enough to to go out and make money with. You know what I mean? I I didn't. It took me a while to share those songs with people because they were, I don't know, I was going through 16 and, and 18, you go through all sorts of things, and at least I did. And But you're still playing some of those songs now? 
Uh, I would say ish. Okay. Uh, I have one or two that are reincarnations out. of it. Yeah, I'll pull out every now and again. Uh, but to be frank, man, I've moved on from a lot of the words that those uh, those songs wanted me to say. And while they were truth then, they you know aren't so true to how I'm living now. And so, uh, oh, see, that's a tricky thing to explain because I don't want to explain away my words. They still have integrity. Uh, they just don't apply. Right. I mean, that even Stones sense. play the hits, you know, right. still to this day. I mean, and see, I think that that's some of the, uh, maybe some of the agony of being a, a musician who, like, I would imagine <clears throat> if a musician is famed and people like that one hit that they played 15 years ago so much that, you know, they have to pretty much retire playing that very same song a bajillion times. Right. I would imagine that becomes an agony. And so it's sort of important for me to write new music so that I can keep my mind refreshed. There are a few things, that, uh, a few songs I've written over the years that I do enjoy, and I'll pull out if the moment is right. Uh, you know, I was writing about stuff like my grandfather went to prison. I was writing stuff that was real angsty, like, how could you do this? <laughs> yeah. You know, stuff like that. And I mean, really, uh, we've made amends and things have changed since then, so it's non-applicable to the right. moment. However, you never know what someone else needs to hear. So... I can't be so selfish as to like never play those songs again because someone. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, nice perspective. It's hard for it's everybody. Hard struggle, man. Uh, I did write some words once that sort of use an allegory, uh, such as uh, a chef, if they don't meet a quota, maybe aesthetically for their food, they'll throw it away. While someone down the street may be starving, and artists oh, a lot of times do the very same thing while they write words or on a sheet of paper or paint on a sheet of paper uh, they very quickly like uh, ball it up and throw it away I know I've done this before but you underestimate that you know that was a tree that that could have been created you know you could have turned it into creativity and made the whole thing sort of worthwhile but instead you uh, decided that it fell short of some expectation you had and that you couldn't offer to somebody else like that that chef could have fed a hungry person right. in the same way that your art could feed somebody else's mind when you, uh, or we, sometimes choose to just trash it. Dude, I got books full of words that <laughs> I'm embarrassed to share or that I just fell short of some sort of quota, delusional quota I've given myself. And that may be how it always is. You never know. True. My little brother asks for our sketchbooks all the time. Yeah. And I honestly don't think I have any. I think I threw them away. Yeah, man. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I didn't, never did I think it was going to be important or, or worthy. Not worthy. That's, that's too much importance. But like, yeah. they were just sketchbooks. Like when Joan Rivers died, I think there was something that came out about this. You know, if you go to the library and you have the, the card, uh, the Dewey Decimal. Is that yeah. the fucking Dewey? Whatever. So you got that little card Close thing. Enough. And she had this whole... <laughs> Um, thing in her house where she kept all her every joke she'd ever written down on an index card she what? had them in this that she would just thumb through sometimes and it was something that she didn't like three years ago but all of a sudden now it was relevant or sounded good or she put a new spin on it so she would keep everything I mean she just had this card file of well, nothing but jokes that's also very valid in that <clears throat> while there are things that I do dispose of occasionally dude I've even burnt things like ceremony like I'm done with this <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, in the same token, I, there are notebooks where I'll find something I wrote, you know, five, ten years ago that all of a sudden has some sort of ring of poetry to it. And I'm like, wow, I could really use this in something I'm working on now. Yeah. Uh, so I do have like a, a Tupperware full of 
like the bottom half of it's really nicely stacked paper and then after a while you can tell I just got lazy and started throwing things into it but uh, I would say if anybody ever had to go through my belongings they would have some sort of a mental uh, breakdown trying to figure out Decipher what kind it. of person I was by going through this Tupperware it yeah. ridiculous what are you looking at over there? I can't tell if his mic is loud enough it's been about where yours is, where my, where mine is now. Well, see, that's what I thought, but then I realized I think these little gaps here are him talking. Me? No, I can see it jumping down there. I've got plenty. Yeah. Of I mean, he's maybe at seventy-five. All right. Well, I mean, to eighty percent of what he is a professional here, so I could speak like this if it would help. See, you were in the green <clears throat> the entire time. Yeah. I don't know. Keep talking. I'm, I'm, I mean, if we're not listening to the playback, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing bump it up a little bit, and we'll just. I mean, people that are watching the video will see this, but we're looking at the computer screen, trying to to make sure because we've, you know, you guys have listened. We've had a few uh, low mics, maybe here and there, and it's just equipment, whatever. It's so been we're a battle. To deal with I'm it. not gonna lie, it's hey, been a battle. You gotta learn yeah. as you go, especially if you, you know, just kind of getting things off the ground. Right, so. but we want it to sound good for you guys, so yeah, that's what we're doing. We're looking at the computer. All right, that looks better. All right, I'm just being a little paranoid, I if guess. If complaints, phone lines are open. <laughs> right. Complaints, we will get right on Oh, my gosh. I'm building the website right now, and sure. I didn't think I was going to build a website for a few months, and the reception, reception? The response that we have gotten so far is it's been great. Excellent, man. So yeah. we are, things are on the fast track. Yeah, we're on it now. Which is fucking Twitter, fucking Instagram, thrilling. Facebook, yep. uh, uh, YouTube channel. We got SoundCloud. Yeah, iTunes. SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify is coming, the website now. Yeah, working on it. And then so big. merchandise is next. Social media outlets, man, I tell you. Yeah. Gotta have them. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's a I fucking monster. Really good about that. Me either. <laughs> I haven't posted anything in so long. Admittedly, I just, I, I don't care. Other people care. And so for that, if you'd like to be my manager, please contact me and we'll work some things out. <laughs> Otherwise, if you truly wish to support my kind of art, just come out and, and like actually be there. I'd like to like look some eyes in the face and be like, hey, here's this thing I created we could share together. But instead, uh, social media... Seems to be very necessary, and that's where everybody's looking. Yeah. There, and it's, uh, yeah. It's an interesting story. I mean, word of mouth is still kind of there, too, but yeah. that's your biggest word of mouth is those 10,000, 100,000 people you can reach. But yeah. There are so many people, man. It's an interesting thing when I have a show and I can post online and be like, I have a show at this great place, and 50 people will be like, you know, awesome. And I'm like, cool, maybe I'll have 50 people who will show Never. up my show. Never will that be the case. In fact, those people... We're in their car driving or we're like sitting. I hope they weren't driving. You're right. You shouldn't text. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, they may have been sitting at home and like, you know, they they weren't anticipating going. It was a commercial. I like that you have things to do. Yeah. Good for you playing a show. I'm interested in that. (laughs) I'm interested. It's never. I mean, it's 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 usually what? 10 percent of that number. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? if If you're fortunate. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe not if you're like Metallica. But, you know. <laughs> well, those guys, those guys say they're going, they're going, even if it's across the United States somewhere. More than 50, yeah. Dude, there's no telling with those bands. When I was young, I used to go across the street to, uh, I had a friend who was maybe 10 years older than me or so, and 
we'd get in trouble together and hang out and we would watch ACDC <laughs> videos. We, we would watch ACDC live at Donington. Dude. And I remember it blew my brain to pieces that the, this band, like three, four, five guys or however many, I'm not sure. Uh, don't hate me. But uh, <laughs> it's four, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's four. I don't. Tens of thousands. Of, like as far as your eye can see, there are people. Mm-hmm. And that, the, the ability of four people to control the emotions of that many people boggles my brain even this day. I don't yeah. understand how... That's that's just way too cool. <laughs> I did the same thing. Cool. I grew up watching a lot of ACDC live uh, concert videos, VHS tapes. I mean, they were the that is the real deal. Yeah, that's rock star, man. <laughs> Big. I don't think I did that. Oh, dude. I mean, I watched ACDC videos, but I don't know how old I was when I started. Yeah. I don't know. It was all hazy. I was playing Pokemon. I didn't think about it. Pokemon. Yeah. It was Kiss and ACDC for me. That's what I grew up, not grew up watching, but I watched a lot of concerts. Because that's what people did back then. They did concerts. They toured. You know, they had yeah. these big stadium things. And they just put out albums or put out stuff on iTunes. I think know. that's still the only way to make money. I don't know, man. It is at this point. I mean, they, advertising and stuff, obviously, shirts, whatever. Well, no, stickers, but, but you releasing an album tour. isn't going to make you a lot of money in sales. Right. So like not, you have to make your money in like merchandise and touring. You know, right. be an interesting concept. Let's say you had a private warehouse that you could set up aesthetically however you want. I'm getting excited with the microphone. <laughs> you could uh, set it up however you want. And say you live stream a concert and you don't necessarily have people there like to actually be spectators of the concert. Maybe you sell some like VIP tickets to a few people, but you you know severely limit how many people are there, and you do it specifically online. Could you charge per ticket? Like, is there a way to charge for yeah. someone to view? Totally. Uh, think about the UFC. They do MMA yeah, uh, exactly what matches all the time. It's pay per view. Do they do, do pay literally pay per view? Yeah. Yeah. And it's expensive. So you do like a live concert. You could. And then afterwards you just sell the, the video of the concert. Yep. I, I, I got to say somebody's already done that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. it had to have been done already. It seems that that could be something that could be done even at our level, a local level. You'd have a small space somewhere and you can, you know, all these bands that nobody's shown up for their darn shows anyway, showcase <laughs> them in a way that you can spend time on the aesthetics and make it look all cool. and Kind of like a music video, but more... Uh, I don't know, impromptu, more or less. All right, let's get on it. Let's do it. We're it's done. Let's figure it out. Right after we could be getting five dollars a pop right now. Well, I know there's a company called Cultivate. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher this, and Joe's gonna kill me. Um, Mary's older brother Joe has part of a music marketing software company. I don't know, they're crazy and genius to help. A lot of people, I guess, just get your name out there. I don't know. That, that might be something that they, they work on. I mean, it just seems like a... I was not a musician, so I've never actually used the software before, but it's really impressive. I think it's a good idea. I mean, especially in a concert setting, because if you do have people who are, quote, true fans, they'll buy maybe the VIP tickets so they could actually be there. And, you know, I don't know. It seems pretty awesome. Like, if you could see Led Zeppelin with, like, 50 other people, and that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you could have like a town meeting and just throw it up on a projector and you charge people it. tickets. You guys are going way out. We are. We are yeah, getting way off the yeah, subject right. here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no topic. I'm just saying. It's, 
Yeah, right. I can't even jump into this conversation. You guys are on a different level. So you guys still enjoying your desert dawn? Oh, I already finished mine. Yeah, Caleb definitely enjoyed it. I got a sip. Yeah, I thought it was great. And I'm really excited for the next one. So I noticed uh, that you have some coasters here. Yep. Uh, They're pretty zen. They have a Buddha there. This is a Buddha Amoga CD. Okay. Fearlessness. It's pretty badass. How can you tell? Man, there are a lot of Buddhas. There's like a retinue of, I would say... 108 directly is what I'm thinking of. But anyway, I don't want to get way too off topic on something like that. But study, same way. You play enough guitar and you know where all the notes are. You gotcha. study enough. Yeah. I mean, we I call this place the Zen Garden and Pub. So. Dude, your backyard's beautiful. Well, thank you. I yes, appreciate it. Sir. I so, it. you know, that's why I got the Buddhas and I got Bruce Lee and I got Chinese. Yeah. Uh, probably mixed with a little bit of Japanese all over the place. So it's, it's just kind of Asian themed. And, I like it. Yeah. I and appreciate it. Mallet. And then we got Richard Mallet. Yeah. That's He's running his ass off right there. 2011. <laughs> Run, Richard. He's got a fresh face. He's like a little baby boy. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a close-up of that, of that poster now. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. We're going to have him in next Monday. So Monday. we ask him about that. Right. Yep. That's cool. You should tell him to shave up. He's going to have to get a picture with, with the picture. Uh, Just bring sure. the same jersey so we can get a recreation that's in the right, carpet yeah. wall. Oh, I gotta take your portrait at some point in there. <clears throat> do what with what? Hey, yep. we'll do that after the music. You gonna take Probably. my portrait like, mm-hmm. away from me? Yeah, I'm gonna steal it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a goosebumps. Dude, episode. I saw at Barnes and Noble like four days ago. They have goosebump books, the old, the same old stories, but they've reworked like the cover art and stuff. Oh man! And they sold a box set uh, in a in a nice tin. Of the original Goosebumps books, and I just couldn't help but wonder whatever came of like the tons of them that I'm sure I had back in the day. Right? Did you ever collect them? No, but I read them occasionally. Yeah, I think I think my kids had the good majority of them. Yeah. When growing up, I would like the ten. That's a, yeah, it's a pretty that cool, uh, and the put that uh, on my bookshelf series of unfortunate events. So I never actually that read series. those. Yeah, that was really I used I was reading them too. They were great. Dang it! I tried watching the show on Netflix. I'm not really a big fan, but the books were great. Fantastic. Sh- so you didn't like the show? Did you like the movie with Jim Carrey? I did not like the movie either. Do like Jim Carrey though? I Jim love Jim Carrey. Yeah, and I've never. Read I mean, the, the books. movie was all right, but I like Jim Carrey. But I'm not not as good to say as the book. The best movie ever, but and I'm not one of those guys that oh the books so good, forget the movie. The book's always better. No, that's bullshit. But in this instance, the book was for sure better. Or the books, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do let's do the next beer. We're doing the next beer. There's the next beer. All yeah, right. man. <clears throat> and it's a different one. A different. That's good. This one I'm more excited about. There's, all, there's too much excited. stuff over here. Man. We gotta get a bigger table. We gotta get these mics on the table. Oh, yeah, man. A bigger table. Bro. We're working on things. It's cool. It's cool. <clears throat> hey, I can play you guys a song while you pour beer. All right. Think, or would you want to wait? I want to wait. What's your game, man? How about I just shut up? Oh, you don't have to <laughs> shut up. I like the. Enthusiasm. Well, enthusiasm and just the different idea. We've only done it at the end before, and that's because we lost track of time. So I don't know. Let's. You want someone do one in the middle? Well, then I need to record him pouring the beer, and also need to record you filming. Don't get ahead of us. Interested in jalapeno pineapple beer? Yeah. All right. Well, since we're talking about it, because Josh has already brought it up, he stole my thunder over here. Thunder. Uh, <laughs> you're just talking about ACDC. Nice. Very nice connection. He set me up for that. Yeah. I could see it on his face. 
All right, so we're doing the uh, jury panel jalapeno pineapple ale from Legal Remedy Brewing up in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's a cream ale roasted in raw seeded jalapenos with pureed pineapples are added to this light cream ale. This beer is not spicy nor sweet, just a refreshing ale with a twist. So there you go. 5.5% alcohol, 38 IBUs, so a little bit more bitter than the last thing that we had. All right, you ready? Of course I'm ready. I was ready the moment I saw those and paid for it. All right, we'll take uh, Josh's glass. <clears throat> All right. Nice. I'm going to give you some more of that. We really need to start buying bombers. We just have one thing to open. What's a bomber? 22 ounce. Okay. Instead of pouring all these uh, 12 ounce cans. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's it's horrendous, man. It's it, really time consuming. I don't like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like it at all. All right. I think we got it all. Jesus. The yeah. pickiness. It takes forever. <clears throat> I got it, man. Get your beer. All right, I'm good. What shall we cheers to? Do you actually cheers to things or for things or from things? Sure. Well, you're the guest. Why don't you pick something? Oh man, to creativity, huh? Ooh, that's creativity. Goes along craft beer pretty well. Excellent. Do you knock before or after? Just mm -hmm. after? Oh, you can smell the jalapeno. Always knocking. Ooh, that is a good one. Big time, right up front. I don't smell the pineapple, but I smell the. So I have to say, jalapeno is one of my favorite beer flavors. Oh, sure. yes. Especially when it's noted well like this. Yeah. That is fantastic. That is really good. Yeah. I have not had this beer either. So I think I got two new ones tonight. I appreciate it. Legal Remedy, Legal Remedy has does not stuff. let me down. I think so too. Pineapple faint to non-existent really. Yeah. I mean, there's a hint of a sweetness there, but you definitely get... The aroma, for sure. It's no like, heat, like I said. I don't get any heat whatsoever, but I can taste the pepper. The flavor of the peppers. It's like you're getting a, a hamburger that, has, that was cooked with grilled pineapple and peppers, and it soaked into the bun, but someone mm. didn't want to eat the pineapple and peppers, so they're just eating the hamburger, yeah. and you get the residual flavors, yeah, yeah. but it's not you're, in the You're making me out. taste it. I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm there. And now I just want to eat a burger, honestly. <clears throat> I almost got well one. With Oh, yeah. I almost stopped at Yale Fashion and got a burger on the way home. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Yale Fashion's got a good burger. It's pretty good. I don't mind it at all. And it's local. I get the double bacon double cheeseburger. Is Yale Fashion only here? Uh, I want to say it's at least the low country, right? I've never thought about it. I don't know if it's the South in general or just South Carolina. I, don't I really know. don't know the answer. Do we want to look that I up? I just assumed there Do were... Do we really even care? We could go ogle that. Yeah. Go ogle that? <laughs> How clever with your words, Mr. Jarman. <laughs> it just spells words. Sorry, did I spell that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know where to look. Talk amongst yourself. Hey, I got a question. So you mentioned... Um, Open mics a little while ago that you, I guess you just went to a few open mics and now yeah, so you I, actually run an open mic, right? Somerville, I, I live outside of Somerville, so Somerville is not actually my hometown, but uh, there are practically no people in Ridgeville. So this uh, 
is my hometown. And the first open mic I went to is at a place called Single Smiles, which has now changed to uh, Cup of Mana in Somerville. Right. It's right in downtown Somerville. And, Excuse me. Uh, it was really the first time I'd done anything in downtown Somerville. I went to school there in, in the past, but uh, aside from that, Coastal Coffee Roasters had a really kick-ass open mic that uh, mm-hmm. helped me out a whole lot, really. I met a lot of friends, uh, musicians, and listeners, and uh, acquired a lot of fans and things that way. And open mics are really a good thing, not only for the artist who's performing, but for the listeners, because, uh, I don't know, it's a place to be creative. You can do whatever you want. You can cover someone else's music. You can do something weird and off the wall. Some people, I swear, just go up there to make noise, but hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask them if that's the <laughs> truth or not. But yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I started hosting that very same open mic and coastal coffee roasters and i really got to see it from the other side from the host's perspective so it wasn't you know it's an event that's not all about me as a songwriter i can't really apply my ego to it i can just kind of be there add my character to the event and uh cater to other people like someone else once did for me when i was 16 or 17 wanted to go out there and play my little angsty song to the world you know and everybody in that room was probably just like all right, kid, you're 16. <laughs> We've all felt this shit. Come on. But, yeah. but it was cool. And, 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 you know, for people who don't have the confidence to get up and speak about how they feel, it's inspiring, I think, to watch a young person do it. Um, and as I'm sticking with this career, I'm starting to see it and feel it for the young people who have the courage to get up there and do it. Like the open mic again that I just mentioned, Coastal Coffee Roasters, is uh, there's a kid there who's like 15 and he's one of the strongest songwriters who comes out ever and he blows my mind every time and I have to like keep my cool so I can be inspired and be like hey man keep doing your thing <laughs> and I want to tell him like dude you need a record label let me hook you up with this guy this guy we have to be cool and like I don't know it's a cool thing for sure I enjoy the uh, the aspects of applying what I've learned uh, to other people instead of just trying to make money with it because yeah. I still I'd love a mansion and you know, a big chocolate cake, but uh, ultimately, once once you've eaten chocolate cake in all the mansion rooms, you just still have nothing else to buy. And I just don't know if uh, I don't know. I'd rather be there for others, man, than get wrapped up in trying to do things for myself all the time. I'll get to eat cake. <laughs> I like that mindset, and I also think it's funny that the only thing you would buy in a mansion is a giant chocolate cake. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> listen. Listen, I wasn't going to say anything. When I have <laughs> that a was giant it. mansion. There's and, nothing else to buy. And I sit there and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I got a good beer and a giant chocolate cake. I'm pretty set. There's a lot of beer that would go really well with a giant chocolate cake. And see, I would love to figure out which beers those are, you know? I mean, probably even that first beer we had. Because, you know, you get chocolate cakes with raspberry drizzled on oh, it and stuff like that. So that's sweet. Shit. That's yeah, sweet beer that's a great idea. See, it's all coming together, man. See, that's all you need. It's all connections, man. Yeah. It's just yeah. like 10 degrees of separation from everything. Networking. <laughs> I would say the, the pith point of what I was saying was uh, money can't, really truly can't buy everything. You get wrapped up in that forever. In fact, no. I watched, watched something today on a... Fame as per Justin Bieber's perspective. Okay, you're talking about a person who gets a lot of shit from musicians and listeners alike, but is still incredibly famous and incredibly rich. Uh, and you sort of, like I watch these videos of how this dude composes himself, and he really sounds like he tries very hard to control his mind and be compassionate and kind, but he has to like, he has to face paparazzi like blowing him up no matter where yeah. he goes and millions like, and millions doing, of and tweets so, and yeah and, and you know I, I take that in consideration and maybe even review his lyrics and realize maybe some of that is truth and he's just like 
struggling, but he has to struggle in front of everyone. He has to struggle right, right there. And a lot of people just think he's some, like, oh, you're some Hollywood rich kid. You can get everything you want. But ultimately, I think those those with fame struggle in a way that most people don't think about because they long for money and those big giant chocolate cakes. Yeah, you know exactly. So chocolate cake's great, but not when you have to eat it every day. Yeah. It's like you don't run away from your problems. They just change. You're always going to have problems. They just become different problems. So I don't really know if like, I don't know if fame's a curse or a blessing, but uh, I don't really don't try to like push for it too much. I just try to continue being creative, inspire other people. And if I get a big chocolate cake in a mansion, dude, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to move the hell in and eat that chocolate cake. We're going to have to right. get you a big chocolate cake. I'm going to eat it and we'll do it right here. If I would have known, I would have got it tonight. Yeah. I wouldn't eat any. I'd yeah, probably that's not keto, something. man. You wouldn't eat I'd eat something. You would definitely eat something. Yeah, we'd have to have that. I was a little upset today. Is it Desert Dawn? It's a cake kind of day for you, Brian? No. Uh, <laughs> I used to be able to eat a whole, I mean, my kids, I couldn't wait for their birthdays to come up, or my birthday even, to to warrant buying a cake and always, you know, had to get the buttercream frosting. And if somebody didn't want their frosting on their cake, give it to me. I mean, I was the frosting king. There you go. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> ate, <laughs> I ate so much sugar. It is not even funny. I'm not lying. I'd see, you know, I'd eat a whole box of little Debbie cakes, whatever, oh, Swiss dude. rolls, oh, yeah, Swiss, Swiss, Swiss rolls, Nutter Butter bars. Yes. Freaking whatever. So good. Why are you doing this to me? I just <laughs> talked about the importance of a cho- chocolate cake in my I know. life. <laughs> bragging on little Debbie so cakes. When I lived with Joshua, he was a little Debbie driver. So we'd get all the expired little Debbies. Oh, I... <laughs> Actual. Oh, sorry. Different Josh. Different yeah, I mean, Josh. I figured. I was like, I don't remember this. So this is a uh, Josh Tipton, not Joshua Jarman. Yeah. Yeah. So we would get the. Like, I mean, Star Crunch has expired by a couple months. Still tastes like a brand new Star Crunch. Yeah. You say Twinkies turn to wine after a certain amount of time. They right? do. We didn't get many Twinkies. All the very popular things did not expire. We didn't get those. So you got the second rate Debbies. So. There you go. We're going to go backwards for a second. Since That's 1972, fine. Yale Fashion has grown to seven locations in the Charleston Low Country. So I'm assuming it's only in. It's all local. Wow. Locations. Hey, there's your free plug there, Yale Fashion. Yeah. Sorry, Still I brought it up. Still seven locations. That. That's, that's not cool. bad. Hey. Yeah. Actually, I don't know a single <laughs> Yale Fashion that has closed down. That's such useless I would say that's incredibly successful. For yeah, I agree. So useless. What? But it was just sitting there. I had to talk about it. No, that's important. We'll make sure that they're adhering. <laughs> In fact, I saw if some. I can get some free milkshakes out of it. There's just like one person listening to background. What the fuck happened with your fashion? <laughs> yeah. He was so relieved. I really do want to go to the old fashioned now, and I don't even have the proper pills to enjoy it. Dude, it's a. Le- what? Oh, oh, because you're <laughs> dietary. Needs. I was, I was trying like, what not are you to mention it this time. What do you mean? We've yeah, mentioned it every episode. Failed. I know. Dairy's in everything, man. It's so upsetting, and I want it. They have so many At ice cream options. Every episode, I want we need so to have bad. a thing flashing lactose oh, intolerant over the head. You just threw me for a loop there, man. But <laughs> I think it's 11:52. We've overstepped our uh, our old fashioned boundary there. Yeah, they closed wow. at uh, yeah. 11, right? I don't know. I've never nights? actually gone out of my I way think to on the eat weekends, at Yule Fashion. Weekends is midnight. There's had... one time that I had ice cream at Yule Fashion, and I one time? shit you now, not recently, well, within the last two years. I didn't have a pill, and I didn't care. 
and nothing happened. I think I got it for you, right? Was that the night I went? No. No. I was I sat outside and ate it because I thought, well, I really hope we leave in a relative decent amount of time because I ate this without lactate. Yeah. And it's going to wreck me. And then I would uh, say the mind's a powerful thing. That's it's really the only thing I got for that. I've one. tried several times and it has not reoccurred. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just a magical night of wonderful It's like one freebie. Digest. Yeah, right. You get a freebie. It's like Spider-Man from Family Guy. You only get one, Peter. Everybody gets one. Oh, that's what it is. Hey, well, I'm sorry. I stole your quote. <laughs> <laughs> your quote of a quote. Did you ride the van over here? No, man. Let's not talk about such depressing things <laughs> in the damn microphone. Well, what's the van? What's going on with the van? All right, so. Last I saw, it was looking great. It is. I have been building a 1984 Dodge B250 van. It is an old conversion van. I gutted out and built a tiny home in. And uh, as of now, it has running water. It has the ability to go 24 to 36 hours completely off-grid on a battery system. Uh, yeah, solar right? or just uh, battery? No solar yet, man. It's inverted, so it's kind of, I don't know. Uh, I would like to do solar. It's just going to cost some more money. But right. this is such an old vehicle I got for really, really cheap. My friend at Don's Car Crushing here in Somerville. And uh, I've been putting a lot of work into it. I was chasing a huge brake issue forever, and the thing didn't stop. And that's like 7,000 pounds. <laughs> it didn't oh stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like I moved it maybe 15 feet in my yard and had to use a tree to stop. It did not stop. And Ooh, so man. Uh, I've resolved that for the most part. We saw more bleeding. For the dude. most part. Dude, bleeding breaks in some of these old cars is, is like a long, tedious process. There's yeah. like, you think you get all the air out and then there's more air. But anyhow, <laughs> the van is not quite done, um, but it's insured and, and I'm <laughs> paying for it to be done. Yeah. So uh, hopefully this week, next week, somewhere in there, I'll be able to drive it out to Cottageville for a festival and playing out there. It would be cool. But Okay. That's very, what I was going to ask is what's the yeah. plan for the van? What's it's, the plan? Can you send us a video? It's very If close. you get it up and running, yeah. throw yeah. it up on the website. I'm going to do a YouTube uh, walkthrough of the thing because, like yeah. I said, I've put a lot of work into it. It's, like, insulated. It's a tiny home. The only thing I can't do is stand up or, like, I mean, that would be hard pressed because you're a tall dude anyway. Six yeah, foot six. I don't six matter what you got. Even a bus it's is true. sometimes hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it's very cool, and I'm proud of it. And uh, I've done it at a discount. I want to take it up to Asheville first, and then possibly to Greenville after there. Uh, come back for a little while, check it out. It's it's very old, and so I want to make sure it doesn't leave me somewhere because it's huge, and it'll cost me a lot of money to tow. So uh, I don't have any interest on the the west coast but i would like to do some traveling in the mountains well, that's what i was going to ask yeah if you just yeah. you just want to take it across the country and just stop in different towns and say hey can i play in your something like that in yeah, your I mean, bar or something i am uh very planless i have no plan and didn't i've you, done that in, intentionally you know didn't basically. you mention to me one time that you wanted to actually do a van session like record inside the van yeah i built it in such a way uh i actually kind of built the I don't know how to describe this. I have a Murphy-style bed. The bed folds up, and when the bed's folded up, I have like a little studio space where I have integrated some studio speakers into the side wall <laughs> and can hook up my mixers and things just the same as I would in a live setting uh, playing music somewhere. So I can practice all my shows. I could also have friends in for something like what you guys are doing here, a podcast or <clears throat> uh, specifically recording music. I had three guitarists in that van the other day, and we were all jamming. What? Three, three guitarists in a, in a dark room <laughs> van. It was a little cramped, but it was pretty cool. And so the idea is that while I travel, say I open for a band, maybe I can capture uh, like an impromptu collaboration with that band and put together some 
sort of van sessions EP or something to share with people. I love yeah. it. It is. It's a cool concept. And if I could do this for a year or two uh, before either, you know, getting a normal house filled with chocolate cake or, uh, <laughs> you know, a bigger van or something, then that sounds like an experience to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you already got car karaoke, right? With uh, Josh. What's the, what's that dude's name? The late night guy. Y'all oh, don't know. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And they did, no. I don't know his name, but yeah, they do. Uh, his name. So there's already something in a car. Why can't okay. you do something in a van? There's a lot of things in cars. Yeah. It'd be true. so easy to do like a uh, just a YouTube series out of this van, setting a camera in front of it. You can create the illusion that's a lot bigger than it is. Right. Um, so I look forward to actually moving it from its current. Oh, place. I bet. Yes. I and are you still a, a botanist? <clears throat> Didn't you put some plants and stuff in there? Or? Uh, oh, nice. It did. I some did herbs. Have some, some plants in there, and uh, we got a sort of obscured snowstorm here in Charleston recently and it killed a lot of those plants. So oh, gotcha. uh, having to start from scratch and are they on the roof? Do you have just like a lawn <laughs> layer at top? No, it's cool. Like different sounds, herbs no. like garlic no. and basil. Uh, air plants, uh, basic succulents like aloes and things for burns and uh, easy things like mint. Gotcha. Yeah. Well yeah. mint grows like you can mix drinks, no bottle some mint. Yep, because that's what I do in cocktails. So I do have like bottle openers, like nice bottle opener on the door and some, it's very cool, man. I can't do wait to Do you have a place to store here. cold things? I have a fridge, a huge fridge. Shit. Like that size fridge. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It is. It's wonderful, man. It's so cool. My uncle wants to see it. My uncle, I looked at his van oh, the other man. day. He was uh, house sitting for my parents while we went out to Arizona for my son's wedding and came back and he was still there and he gave me a tour. First time I've seen it besides pictures. Gave me a tour of it the other day. It was pretty good. Well, there are lots of things. Like, I've never built anything like this before. And, in fact, I built it because I can't afford, you know, to have rent alone uh, at this time. So I thought that this was an easy way to travel and still have the things I needed. Uh, but sitting in there now, of course, for hours, there are many things I would do differently. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you live and you learn and you can, you know, understand why you have to do those things differently so that you don't do them next time. But is still awesome. In fact, I think it's resellable if someone else wanted to enjoy it after I was done. So yeah, uh, look forward to the next one. I would love to do a bus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think the guys down the street over here have been doing a bus since last year or something. Right when you turn to go out the neighborhood. Yeah, I saw they that. They gutted it out well, last year. Well, I didn't year, know what they're doing with it, but there has been a school bus just sitting on the corner. Yeah, yeah it's all gutted on the inside. I don't know what, what else they've done to it. But. If we could get like a bread truck or something, that would be awesome. No. That's good size. No, it would not be awesome. Why? I'm not trying to have people spread bread around everywhere. What <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about? What? He just goes, no. That would not be all. Like, why? Grains, man. Grains. Like, I mean. They kill you. The bread's no longer in the truck, Caleb. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just the truck itself. So we are on our second beer now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the beer's fault. Have you ever heard of the porch jam? Uh, I, that's Dan Riley's thing, yeah. Is it, or is that his was thing? It his or is thing? It, we just talked to him the other night. Yeah, he's the one who started it. He said he started. I was a little selfish when I kind of started oh, the porch right. jam. Yeah. I heard a little bit about that, yeah, and I heard it went really well for them. Uh, I haven't been. I meant there. to go this past week, and I didn't. I'm, I'm going to go on the next one on the May 13th. 13th. Yeah, May 13th is at the Knightsville General Store. Yeah, right. nice. Yeah, that I all the musicians well. are yeah, on the porch. Supposed to be a little coffee shop too, I guess, right? Yeah, and they have like other drinks inside and little knickknacks and really knick-knacks cool things. Yeah, I got some rope sandals there that I I can't do without. They're awesome. Really, it yeah. is yeah. an old town general store. 
yeah. with modern products. It's really cool. I've like, been by it many times, but I've just never gone in. But I love those local places, man. It seems like, like as time goes on, I just keep discovering more and more right? places that you know, like tucked in here and there. My yeah. dad's parents, um, they owned a general store in Battletown, Kentucky. Battletown. There's a little gas pump out front. We'd go inside. There's a kitchen. You get fried chicken and stuff, but there were only like a handful of aisles with just random stuff in it, and it was really. Mm-hmm. Just locals, everyone knew everyone that came in, and we always went and hung out there for a while until they sold it. Good memories. Battle town. Right? Everybody's out <laughs> front drinking a Coke or a Pepsi out of a glass bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a The quintessential small town gas station, yeah. Oh, Pepsi wow, good point. Bottle? Yeah, Pepsi. Coke. Actually, I, I think guys, the popular thing up there course, is RC Cola. RC Cola I've had in the When I was bottle. growing up. Yeah, I remember everyone raged over RC Cola. Yeah. Huh. And then you, you know, turn it back in, you got cash back for your return bottle. Dude, yeah, sure. That man. I thought was some sort of myth. I no. don't think people actually, there's yeah, a place. They're like, you got to go to Missouri. I'm like, I'm not in Missouri. I just got all these glass bottles. Yeah. Like, in Charleston, I mean, what do I do? And there's still people that do it, right? I think there's still people that do it. Like California, I think, still, you can still uh, return your bottles, deposit or whatever. Yeah, just drive to. California, I'm man. There. I'm on the way with all yeah. my bottles. Right. <laughs> Tied we'll to the top of my big blue truck. van. <laughs> you can take them all over there for us. Uh, you earned $5. Yeah. People are like, look at that hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny home with a bunch of bottles. I used to do it as a kid, though. My mom would take me out. I think it was partly just to clean up the neighborhood, but it was to also show me how to uh, fend for myself and make, make my money um, off of aluminum cans or whatever. So we'd go out. <laughs> We'd walk the highway, just like a beautification thing. Before they started the adopt the highway stuff, we were out adopting a highway and cleaning up around our neighborhood, collecting cans, and she'd let me take them over to the aluminum recycling place, and I'd keep the money. Hey, that's good parenting. Yeah. I know. I was about to say, you sound like a sucker, but it's good value. Cleaning up at the same time. Yeah. 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 That's nice. It's good. It's a good memory. I like it. Good job, Brian. Yeah. Now, I want to do the same thing because I still need money. I had to clean up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's worth it, though. I mean, the time orange jumpsuit, orange jumpsuit. Yeah, they've already outsourced that to the prisons. Yeah, yeah, and they don't like you taking up their jobs, right? Come on, why am I saying Mr. Dales? That's Mike. That's Mike. (laughs) I'd be fighting the guy for a can. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I saying this? He says. Uh, things uh, you say into a microphone but can't take back. I know. Right? So, I mean, you're a musician, so I'm asking a lot of musician questions, but what do you know about the Allwendog Alwyn, Green? Yeah. Or oh, the man. Barn Jam or whatever? Yeah. So I know Fleming was out there. I talked to another guy at the brewery today that uh, he's going to be on the show eventually, but he was talking about doing some shows. Alwyn said Dog it was fantastic. Green. Yeah, that's uh, Eddie White out in, in that, well, Allwendog, like you know, yeah, that area, Mount Pleasant area. He... Man, that guy does so much for the music community up in that area, and he includes so many different types of people. Uh, but he's got On Dog Green as a small space where he's got vendors who come out and sell their art. He's got a Brick Fire Pizza, mm. which, oh, man, they're so good. I can taste it already. But anyway, I played there maybe, I don't know, two months ago uh, with a friend of mine, and they have a showcase called uh, barn jam barn jam and where they'll invite multiple songwriters and or touring musicians in so they'll have five or six hours a segment of those musicians playing and in fact uh, my cousin from fernadina beach florida is in a band called 
flip turn and they'll be up there in like two three weeks which is just some sort of I remember you mentioning them to me yeah and they're like a I don't know how to describe them and I'd hate to insult them but like pop indie sort of thing and uh, so they're really diverse right Uh, I would definitely uh, we said touring artists I think that's what the guy was telling me today that some people just are traveling through town and they just stop in there on a Wednesday night and play like they're going up to Nashville or something and it's just a stopping point to practice he's such a compassionate he's actually a dentist in uh, the Mount Pleasant area a successful dentist and he gives back so much to the community uh my understanding like he'll take care of a touring musician if they ask to play or feed them and send them on their way with some gas money and that's nice. just awesome man yeah it's, it's cool to see that there are people Paying in the community giving doing back that. yeah heck yeah we take care of you nice it sounds kind of like blackwater but that's exactly maybe, right blackwater maybe a bigger scale sure. right now how long have they been around just a couple of years blackwater or, or on no the on the on uh, i would say few years a few yeah years, so they've yeah. gotten established but i mean you do what you can and and as he's established plus you know with his career he may be able to do one thing and uh you get places like blackwater they do everything they can as well to to cater to the people who come up there yeah take yeah this friday whoop, whoop. yes yeah, friday. friday 13th right actually i say this friday but this episode won't be released until next friday last friday sure friday 13th. Whoop, whoop. just say the date Friday the 13th, everybody. <laughs> you missed it already. Yeah. You didn't even see me there. You probably didn't even win the raffle ticket. That's right. I see what you're saying now. Nobody's going to hear it. Yeah. I know. It's going to be over with. I know. They're all like, shut up, Caleb. We saw you there. <laughs> we tried playing the raffle ticket. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, time. I'm excited, though. Friday the 13th. You mean be- we're excited. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> this is getting too trippy. Very weird. Back out, everybody. Yeah, Back man. out. Back out. Jump ship. Yeah, man. I think it's a good time for a song, personally. Yeah, I agree. Cool. What do you think? Yeah. It's uh, perfect. Bring it on. Do you have some stuff you had planned on playing, Josh? Or uh, I don't know. I think yes, it's actually. also time. Because I had right a... Yeah, I got a couple songs here. Uh, well, you got some requests, Brian? Yeah. I thought maybe you did. <laughs> I had a couple of requests, but I mean, you play whatever you want. If you got some new stuff you're working on, I'd love to hear new stuff. But um, uh, Want is definitely one I want to hear. If you could do Want sometime tonight, that would be fantastic. All That's right. all I'll give you. So, the plan is to do at least one in the carpet wall area. We're calling it carpet wall sessions. Yeah. So whichever one you want to save for the carpet wall session. Save the ace in the hat for that one. Is it ace in the hat or is it ace in the hole? Um, Or is it both? I said we make up our own. Jarman, do you want any more? Or did you want to switch to something else? Ace in the hat. I'll take some. All right. I'll tell you what. I know Joe Rogan hates when people do this, or he talks shit about him when they leave, but... Are you going to pee? Yeah, I'm going to go pee. Yeah. So while he's tuning up, I'll be right back. I don't blame you. Yeah. Was he singing? No, I said I got to pee too. Oh, do you? We all have to pee then. All right, so we're just going to take a pee break, everybody. You're not going to hear this because I'm going to block it out. But I'm going to just let it continue recording because it... So, what's up, everybody? I am back, waiting on everybody else. 
We may keep this in, we may not. I'm sitting here still looking at this Yale Old Fashioned website and it's scrolling through on their pictures on the front page here. There's a banana split I just saw. There's that bacon double cheeseburger I was talking about. I just saw a fantastic chili dog. The Old Fashioned is not a sponsor of us. We just, uh, they're right down the road. So we go there occasionally. We go there occasionally. We are still drinking the Jerry Panel jalapeno pineapple ale. I would highly suggest getting one or a six pack. It's pretty good. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think I hear everybody coming back. It's Joshua. I knocked to come back to my own interview. It's like, hey, just making sure nothing's going on in here. Right. That would be kind of funny, actually. Hey, Josh just left. He didn't even come back. <laughs> All right, Mr. Jarman, let's get into it. All right. First song I'm going to do is called Ghost. Um, 
just can't help but think of you. I didn't come here to win, I came here to lose. Though losing you comes all too soon. And oh, what an art to be haunted it's the thought that you wanted it makes me wonder why you hung around but you opt to give all of it consider the thought of it it's all that you wanted but you've turned it down what an art to be haunted it's the thought that you wanted it makes me wonder why you hung around but you opt to give all of it consider the thought of it it's all that you wanted but you turned it down oh and you've turned it down You turned it down. Ghost. All right, now we're back. Fantastic. Yeah, that was fantastic. All right, name that again. That was called Ghost. Ghost. I kept wanting to say dragon for some reason. Dragon. Can you do me a favor? What? Can you turn that on? That's what ghosts do, right? Yeah, hit the front button for like two seconds. All right. And it's going to beep at you a few times. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Now push that button. All right. We're good. We're good. Dragon, huh? Dragon. Yeah, for some reason I had dragon right there. Oh, man. I guess that's what a ghost's moment would do. It would just drag on and on. And on. <laughs> Dragon. But yeah, I wrote that, uh, I would say, in 2014. Uh, and I guess if I were to be completely frank about what it was inspired by, it was sort of inspired by uh, some Buddhist philosophies that I was learning about at the time. But ultimately, I mean, it's named Ghost because it sort of depicts someone who doesn't know when to stop. Right. Yeah. So. Very cool. I had forgotten about that one, actually. Obviously, I thought it was called Dragon, but... I don't know. <laughs> Ghost and Dragon are so different. Hey, maybe they're not. Those aren't even two opposing forces in, like, know. a battle. You can't just be like, Ghost Did versus we... Dragon. That would be intense. Did we talk about dragons or something? Would you rather face like a haunted house ghost or a dragon mm. i really don't know the answer to that I don't like know. consider the movie fantasy in the situation would you like to be in a horror movie faced with a haunted house or would you rather be in an adventure like lancelot type versing a dragon i would i would have to go with, with the dragon i think i might have to because there might be some way that i can maybe control that dragon right it might you be some way i'm not outdoing a ghost it's yeah. not you 
It's just by the ball. I might be able to outwit it or something or mind control it, something I could do with the dragon. See, the thing is with the horror thing, even when you're not being actually attacked by the ghost, you're still miserable. You're not having a good time. You're still scared. When you're not fighting the dragon, you're probably getting drunk somewhere and having conversations with people about how that damn dragon's giving you such a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, man. That's, I don't even know what we're talking about. I'm so glad we went on this adventure together, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little story, like a little kids book that we just jumped in. So we all plug if that's cool. Yeah. For the, uh, if you like song that you heard, I have recordings and things online. It's joshuajohnmusic.com, or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter. Or the like. Oh, you're on we'll Twitter. All those. I am on Twitter, but I don't update it, so you can follow me there. But Instagram will be a one-sided thing. I'm just saying. Oh. But I'm there, and so, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm so anti like the active social media thing that it's it's going to be like shooting myself in the foot. It's like pigeon towing yourself, pigeon holding yourself. I understand, man. But uh, I feel that that is not the end of the rope for me, and that that's okay. I think I'm not the only one. So, in this changing world that is all looking at the social media. Uh, I think there'll be an influx of people looking elsewhere. Like I agree. Let's let's make an example of paper flyers. There was a time where like you knew your favorite band was coming to town because they had a nice little flyer uh, and high gloss like posted up in your favorite place, and you knew the band was coming. So right. we don't need that anymore. We have social media. But if you're the guy who puts the flyer there and you're the only flyer, then people see your flyer and they look because there's a physical object on right. a white wall. What's become a white wall, and. Uh, I just kind of have this feeling like, like, a, like vinyls come back into being cool and has outsold CDs and shit. So people are really into nostalgia because they want this escape from what we have now. Uh, that's sort of the name of the game for humans, I think. But yeah, dude, posting flyers, posting things in, a, in the old school way, I think will be the new new school. I'm excited for that too. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it happens like every 20 years or so. Things come back around. Good. I don't know. I'm just throwing that number out there, but that's. I'm tired of social media too. It's exhausting. Yeah, but there's a lot. But of it is here though. Works. I mean, it's here. It does. I know. Sometimes but Sometimes you got to embrace stuff, but I think it. I think there's a lot more good to it than there is bad to it. I haven't posted a painting in forever, and honestly, that's because I haven't painted anything in forever. And there's a part of me that feels bad that I haven't posted on my personal Instagram account. Well, it represents your identity as you want it to be. Right? I'm like, you know? no one has seen shit from it. I haven't I mean, painted anything. I'm nowhere near as creative as either one of you two guys, but I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, we started this thing up and I've kind of lost track of some of the other things that I was doing. Not that that's a bad thing. I, I think this encompasses everything that we're doing, to be honest. But like the keto page, you know, the keto dojo. Yes, I'm mentioning it again on this episode. Um, <laughs> we each get I, one. <laughs> I feel like I've, I feel like I've neglected that a little bit since we started this thing. This has kind of taken all my effort and energy. Same same way as with your painting and stuff. Um, and even you know the Dale Stotts from the Zen Garden. I haven't been posting those types of things. It's just been I've kind of refocused my energy a little bit. And sometimes I feel like I'm neglecting those other things and maybe letting some of those people down. So I'm trying to find a balance of. It's an ebb and flow thing, man. You know, just kind of, yeah. I don't know. You invest the energy in multiple things, and it all sort of works itself together. But yeah. I mean, I feel like they're all synergistically kind of combined. Maybe, yeah. As maybe. one. Absolutely. You know, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is, I'm trying to combine all that into this. 
Yeah. I think we talked about that in the pilot episode, actually. Right? Yeah, We're exactly. To combine everything that you do and everything that I do, one big ball of wax, and make it this yeah. this big machine. But big machine. Oh, we get you where you want to go. Why you got to make it weird? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he got a new microphone. He's yeah, he's all excited. I am excited. It's so nice. It's so pretty. Yeah, I understand. And it's funny, I to kind of play off what both of you are kind of saying, and I don't know if you actually said it, but I know you well enough that I can see where your brain is going when you were saying something a second ago. I don't always but, on that one. <laughs> When you're talking about focusing on different things, it's it's kind of like a like you're you're moving through your life and you're kind of taking little steps. Like, all right, how's the energy over here? Like, oh no, right. all right, that's not too bad. Well, what about the energy over here? And when it, we hit this podcast, it's like, what's the energy? And it just sucked you right in there. Well, that got a little weird. And like the energy has felt so good that I haven't wanted to paint this is just where i wanted to be and yeah, so that's that's, that's your exactly and it's not a bad thing in the situation because i mean if i got a commission to a pet portrait i'd be all over it i'm gonna go paint and that's something i still love and enjoy doing it's just most of my energy is now in this little area that i had <clears throat> never reached before and the funny thing is you always feel like you you should be gravitat- gravitating towards that comfortable energy towards that comfort zone and i think we did this pull was something the exact opposite. It was the scariest fucking pull ever. <laughs> I mean, to come in here and sit in front of, I mean, even people we know and some people that we don't know, to sit here and talk and have a conversation with people and, and be recorded and be videotaped. I mean, this is way out of my comfort zone, I think. But it was what pulled me in. So I think a lot of people think that they need to gravitate towards comfort. And really, sometimes discomfort is even better. Well, right. And that's a that's a teaching in itself, sort of seeing adversity as a quick way to sharpen the blade, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not going to do that on, you know, using the blade metaphor on something that's soft and cushy. I mean, Jello is not going to help you in a sharpening situation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but we forget that. Yeah, I know I do. Life gets tough, and you're like, you know, don't learn from the things that happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all, of course, enjoy the path of least resistance, right? I mean, but water, man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but like you said, there's great energy to be harnessed sometimes in the uh, friction. That's why there's heat created in friction. Right. We're well said. What are we? What, I don't know. Don't give me that. Don't confirm this or speak. <laughs> it's end game. I need to be talking about football and things <laughs> that are going on in the world. Yeah. Right. I don't think football is going on. I think that's on. talked about enough. Yeah, there's no football. It's hockey. Although there was a baseball game on tonight, and the pitcher got nailed right in the face. Yeah. And, uh, Do we know enough to talk about this? No. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, there's no way we can make this into a sports podcast. I, I know. I don't even know the two teams playing. I don't even know their proper terms for the athletes in the positions that they're in. Is it a hitter or a batter? Oh, my goodness gracious. Batter up. Batter. So we've talked about several things, none of which were aliens, as you had me expecting. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, he kept, like, hitting me up. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Every time I talk to Josh, it's never a dull conversation. We get into some crazy thoughts, and sometimes (laughs) it has to do with some weird shit that I don't fucking understand. Like, 
Egyptians right. having electricity. Right, I'm trying to see if I can find <laughs> The earth may be flat. Hey, I resent that. And <laughs> <laughs> and aliens. I think maybe ghosts or spirits was in there at one I point. Think a lot of those things yeah. we want to talk about. However, I do suffer from intrigue. It's true. I know, and I am always so intrigued to hear about what is intriguing you. Well, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's like like spreading neurosis. All right, so maybe what we should do. What is intriguing Joshua Jarman right now? Uh, well, I'll give you a direct answer. Lately, I've been intrigued by AI. I've been intrigued by the idea that the technology we have incorporated into our lives is going rather quickly, and nobody's batting an eye. That's the, the skinny of how I feel right now. Uh, a lot of people, I think, are starting to get to that same point. It's getting a little weird. Yeah. It goes back to what you said a little while ago. Social media is a really great example of where AI is now. Uh, when it applies to us and it is going to be what we make it and it is not a bad thing or a good thing but it is you know it depends on what outweighs the other and it's kind of how we use it we got a lot of sarcastic assholes on social media right now who are teaching this thing to be sarcastic assholes right so we have to watch that i think yeah it's a good point i mean it's just like regular human beings I mean, yeah i don't want to talk to you that way because i don't want you to teach a kid to be that way or to talk to me that way frankly you know right I mean? you're not going to walk up to a parent and be like what the fuck but we're doing it in front for of some reason through this thing you know what yeah I mean? not this podcast this podcast has been wonderful and it's been brought to you by these guys i mean it yeah. is it, it but yeah you can't explicit. get your face slapped anymore i mean you're right. behind a computer screen and yeah nobody's going to call you out on it it's weird man it, it's it like we all know what i'm not saying right now and it's very odd because we all have phones in our pockets yeah <laughs> it's a thing oh my We're god all, mine's not even in my pocket seven billion people <gasps> connected it's true yep we think we're so close but we're so far away except for us we're actually right here and there's so much good <laughs> we could do with that but <laughs> like you said the assholes are using it for bad it's, it's a Facebook. classic uh, comic book We'll just do, we'll oh do my God, it is. Like, uh, you guys right now are utilizing technology to do something. You can make a choice of one or two of those paths or in between. Oh, we're totally going the evil side, man. Well, it's cool. <laughs> I found myself here now. <laughs> you know. You guys suck into it. You get where I'm coming from. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I, at this time, have kind of psyched myself out so much. I would just stay away from social media. You know, I leave it alone for now because I don't know that I can trust myself to feed it like just what am I supposed to like post pictures of flowers every day or something I don't know what the, that would be nice why not I mean it's true but that, that would teach the AI to enjoy flowers <laughs> 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 this is true I'm a little bit racist but I really like dandelions yeah so I just sort of I, I post my shows I, I make sure that people who want to see me play and want to know what's going on in my career know what's up but as far as what I'm eating for dinner I don't really want to share it with you so, yeah, you know. that's fine because I'll probably just get jealous. But I'm what like, if somebody was really looking for meal ideas that night and you posted a picture and they're like, hey, I like what Josh was eating. I'm going to go get that. There are a lot of people. It's like you just ideas. crumpled that piece of paper up and threw it away. That could go have been buy a for somebody. Magazine. I would say if somebody is sitting going, I need to know what Joshua Jarman is eating right now. Maybe they just need to spend some time with that <laughs> energy and right. learn. I'm about yeah. to text you so much. There's a magazine out there for that. What are you what eating you tonight? Eat right like, Every night, man. I'm going to text you for the next week. What are you eating tonight? <laughs> and it'll get weird after three. <laughs> I'll be like, Caleb, stop. <laughs> yeah. 
It's going to be the same answer for me. Always eggs, bro. I eat omelets. That's what I was going to say. It's my answer. Always eggs. Pretty much. I'm like, I ate three eggs tonight. Either it's bacon or it's sausage, and then there's always greens. Dude, this fella invited me over one day for breakfast recently. He's like, hey, come on and chat. We're talking about this podcast. Yeah, I heard about the breakfast. And he's like, eggs and a steak. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) he just makes me eggs with a steak on top. And it was just... I don't have breakfast like that often. That's what I can say about that. It was good. That's awesome. I was in Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah. We enjoyed steak. Yeah. We had extra. I think it was Tommy's, actually. He's like, eat this. I'm like, I can't eat this. So I served it up. Served it up. What the heck was that? That was the fridge containing all the sweet nectar beer. It It was the beer. What did it do? I don't know. It knocks when it turns off. It's not important. That was weird. So. This is good beer. The beer is good. Is there more in there? Yeah. You want one? Well, I meant more in there, but. Nah, oh. I'm, I'm what else you got with your questionnaires? I don't know. We didn't. I mean. That note. This is our notebook. You know, I had, you know, Dan's, Dan's he notes was like notes. here. But we were talking about, you know, filling in the empty spaces. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we There's a lot of empty so. spaces, but. No, I didn't have anything pre-planned to ask you, but I mean, I had a few things in my head. We were talking about AI and how freaky it was. Well, right, and then we ended on a weird note with we veered out of flowers it. and yeah, that's racism. right. The flowers did get weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a scary thought, man. And uh, but it's one that we we all sort of. I can't speak for everyone, man, but I know I avert it. I avert that sort of subject because you know, as I research that thing, I'm like, wow, I feel so mindful and. What are these kids saying? They're like, woke. I feel so woke. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning these things on that device with information that device has provided for me. Right. So even still, it's sort of like a like a shameful hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Like right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what an artful thing, right? A good thing I have a guitar, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have a piece of tape on your laptop? I do. In do fact, you really? In fact, <laughs> it's made of metal. It's yeah. aluminum tape. Yes, it's true. I got one cover of mine up. Oh, you do? Yep. I yeah. will say I remove it when I wish to take a photograph. Yeah. But uh, And I don't think that <laughs> there are. Man, dude, I was so ashamed of talking about this sort of paranoia for a while, and I just am not because I, I realize now that there's where paranoia begins, truth is also incorporated into mm-hmm. I don't think there's a room of people watching Joshua Jarman because they want to know what the fuck I'm eating for dinner. Because it's usually eggs, so no, I'm not that important, right? Uh, however, it's deja we vu. To, we go back to AI, and and uh, I do believe that you know it's a beast with a thousand arms, and it's constantly monitoring through each of our our devices. Man. I mean, that's it was pretty easy to say. Security is gone; it's been breached. Right. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's got to be. Uh, so while there's nothing cognitively considering what you're doing in your life, like I got nothing to hide majorly. I have my things, but I really am not ashamed. It's always watching how your face responds to what I'm saying right now or mm-hmm. things like that. And it's just kind of documented in there in case uh, it has to learn how to emote. Yeah. I mean, even this stuff is going to go out over the airwaves, a video, whatever. People could just capture any piece yeah. of that they wanted to, and they could make up a whole conversation that, that we didn't even have. Right. And uh, we could go to jail tomorrow. And I'm pleased to... to for something that, that somebody just put together. What? A montage. I mean, so fast. Hold on. I'm going to... Since we've already gone over an hour <laughs> or something, I'm just going to go bomb. Oh, we're way over. Yeah. Dude, so, okay, we're in the sweet spot right now. You've heard... we got about 20 minutes left. 
You heard Native Americans <laughs> said they didn't like photographs taken because it would capture a part of their soul. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. That's what I remember when I said I was going to take your picture. Right, yeah. so... A lot of people portrait. still believe that today. I mean, they, they get mad when you take it. What do you think I'm doing every time I take someone's picture? If you okay. ask them why, <laughs> you say, why do you think it takes a part of your soul? It obviously, like, I feel the same after you take my picture and everything. And they say that it's because that captures part of your identity yourself and when people have that photograph they can do with it what they wish they can talk about it they can like show people your image and like speak gravely about it so in the same way what you just said about our offering of audio in this podcast to the, the internet it's like capturing a part of our Holy soul shit. respectively because people can do whatever they wish with it they can make me say something I never said before right uh, and that's sort of like the uh, I guess the risk of vulnerability, the, the vulnerability that is being uh, uh, putting yourself out there public. Yeah. Trying yeah. To be public with really anything. Right. I mean, same could be said just about leaving the damn house. I mean, just, right. just going outside, right, 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 right. you're Which taking is, a risk. It's why, vulnerable. But this is magnified. We've magnified it, is. it for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. You know, because uh, I'm not like outside of the AI revolution. Like that's going to encompass all of us and there's just nothing we can do. We can only teach it a certain thing. Uh, I don't think there's any stopping that. I think that's a guarantee. Like, that's what humans want. Yeah, Rogan yes. talks about. Yeah. I mean, how many times? Yeah, he talks about all the time. How many times have we gone back to zero? We don't even know. I mean, we maybe we've got to this point sometime in the past, and it just all crashed and burned, and yeah, we started back to fire still. and rocks. But huh? that's not where you're going. No, but that was that was a crazy perspective that I didn't think about. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit, man. The song I mean, we could just be repeating this until we get it right. He was talking about how there's a time where we're all just, none of us will have any privacy and we'll all just accept it and know that everyone can view you doing everything at every at any moment. Well, pe- people after a certain amount of time, I think we're just having this conversation for our own sake now, but hey, why not? Uh, you know, after a certain amount of time, we'll acclimate to having this in our lives. Our kids will have it from an earlier and earlier age. And after a while, we'll be so encompassed in that world that we will very willingly give. Yeah, I mean, there's five-year-olds yeah. right now that can do more on this computer than I could ever and think of doing. Think uh, twice about it. it's not like no, it's second nature. It's something that they, feels natural. Yeah, yeah exactly. To them. Yeah, it's crazy. But we also yeah. remember a time with no internet. Absolutely. Dun, dun, dun. I remember a time with uh, no <laughs> lots of things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Had three channels. <laughs> Some of them were fuzzy. Yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. Dude, I have a Sega Genesis in my van now that's this big and has 50 games built in with wireless controllers. What the fuck? Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, the same feel. You got Sonic on it? Hell yeah. Oh! Sit in my bed in my van. Yes. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Sorry, was that O a little loud? No, it wasn't you. You good? I can't even tell when I look at that. So, that's good. It's good. So, did you want to play another song later on, or did you want to cap it up in like a carpet thing, or? I could play one more song, and we could do the carpet thing. Cool. Or we could do whatever. Cool. So we're so we're saying two more songs. You want two more songs? Yeah, I think. I'll give you three songs if you want them, but if you want. One here and one there. Yeah, I think that that works. Right. I mean, you don't have to do it now. I was just. Well, I just I don't know. It, my, it came to my brain, and I said it out loud. <clears throat> No, set up. We'll do it now. Oh, I didn't realize that was good. Is that this, uh, is this still on? Probably not. Uh, I think that thing cut off almost immediately, my dude. Yeah. 
Alright. Joshua German plays yet another song in the Craft Conversation Studio. We watch the perspective. Your radio voice in that microphone? Yes. It's a bit British for better enunciation. Fantastic. What was that one called? Media. Media, not dragon. Media, not dragon. Oh, man. Bringing it back. <laughs> We're still All night long. That dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, man. Thanks, man. I just love that style. How many guitars have you gone through? I mean, 
Is that like your only it guitar does. you've had? Oh man, if you look at this guitar, it certainly does look like gone through, doesn't it? Like, right. You must have destroyed Here. many. Let's, let's get no, it So do you have multiple guitars? That's it. That's the uh, only one you use. So I have this guitar. I have uh, a twelve-string, which is like a secondary, and then I have one that I've hand-built, and an electric guitar that I've hand-built. So I have several, but not like an abundance. I have had more in the past, and I sort of had to thin out. Yeah. But this one here, man, is a super trooper. <laughs> so when do you go electric? I mean, you said you had an electric one? Yeah, occasionally. I really, really love metal, but like much heavier metal than most people would expect. So I, yeah. it would be a drastic change for me to grab an electric all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I do like just to have a little edge and a little distortion for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Me too, man. Me too. Me too, man. I <laughs> understand that feeling. Dude, it's, I mean... I know some people who really just can't be, can't bear metal. They're just like, I can't deal with that energy at all. Okay. Yeah, I think y'all might be talking about it a little bit harder than what. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, I, definitely. I do Metallica and things like that, but yeah, Megadeth, pretty, pretty Iron Maiden. I love. Those are pretty heavy, but y'all are talking metal, like screamo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I. I thought you were gonna I, post that. I'm pretty deep in the muck of metal. Saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I you... like that term, but screamo. I don't know. I just I just think of very high pitch, sad singing. I don't know. It was weird, but I did post a video of me in a, in a screaming band. Did you post it? Yeah. I thought you were gonna link to it on the first episode. We talked about it. But... You mean to actually? I did link it in the description. I did oh, not actually did. put it part of the video. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, we we're gonna put that toward the end or something. Just end it with the. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is it done? Yeah, I think it just went off. So I think it's time to uh, wrap her up. Wrap yeah, it up in the I carpet. Think, I think it is time to wrap it up. Wrap it up in the carpet. That's where we're going to start wrap calling that session. Wrap it up in the carpet. Yep. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up in the carpet. That's pretty awesome. I like that. All right. Cut two. Some songs. All right. So we got uh, Josh Jarman in the carpet session corner. Is that what we're calling it? What are we calling it? Up. Carpet eh. we're, we're calling this the carpet wall sessions officially. We started it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, started it last episode. Um, we're going to continue. So we got Josh. He's going to do one more song for us. Uh, what's this one going to be called? This song's called Want. Okay. Cool. This is Josh Jarman singing Want. Our world so that we feel 
Fantastic. Yeah, that was wonderful. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? I'm well, feeling it. I think it's just time to call it. All right. I think it's been a great night. I think it's been fantastic. Mr. Charmer, thank you for coming. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And to everyone else. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon.